Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here in America. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and hey, let's do it. Today, we have Asian analyst extraordinaire. Uh, I see him everywhere. You see him everywhere. Good friend of mine, and he's a friend of the show. Gordon Chang is going to be on with us to give us an idea of just how devious the Chinese government is going to be. Also, Rose Tennant uh, will be coming on with a friend that she wants to introduce us to here today. And I think that you're going to find that um, we will see a message in Ariana uh, Grusso is her name. They have what's called a Jericho March that is coming up in uh, D.C. this weekend. It is a national Catholic. uh, She uh, serves as national Catholic coordinator. And I got to tell you something, folks. Um, I believe that there is going to be an opportunity for Christian groups, religious groups all over the country to actually stand up and be counted as you have never been counted before right now. You know, it's a strange thing how God is able to take things that Satan really does intend for evil and he turns it to our good. I remember the night that, um, <laughs> 1030 in the night, Donald Trump is winning. I'm saying to myself, well, hey, we got this. But I looked again at 11 o'clock, and the president was miles behind. I mean, what, what happened? Did he have engine problem? What happened that caused him to fade like he did? Well, theft, being bamboozled, hoodwinked, that's what happened. And so let me tell you this. You know this. You've seen this with your own lying eyes, just like I have. So my question still is to you, all of you, the many hundreds and thousands of you that's listening out there right now. This is important that you don't let them get away with this. Are you hearing me? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Okay, this is the date that you brought to the dance, right? Or let's say that he brought you to the dance or whatever the occasion may be. Y'all have been together. Americans, our homeland has been where we are. This is who we are. It's trying. They are trying. And I'm talking about the dark forces of shadow government. Hear me. 
there are dark forces of shadow government operating in this nation as we speak. You know this. And they are coming as sheep or as wolves in sheep's clothing. You have a preacher. I just came back from Georgia. All of you who listen to the show regularly, even I get texts uh, saying, where are you? You know, come on back. Although you love listening to the, the reruns, but this one's going to have to probably play for you a little bit, too. I'm down in uh, beautiful Port St. Lucie, Florida, with um, the guest of the Lampson family. I certainly am glad to be here uh, with them. And uh, I've told you earlier that I'm probably going to make uh, this move, make this my home. I'm going to do that uh, here. But I, I, I was in Georgia before I came here. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Up in Georgia, you have a minister. I'm going to show you how Satan works, right? so how evil works. Martin Luther King Jr.'s, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s pulpit was the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Atlanta, Georgia. Now, true enough, King was very progressive for his time. He was against the Vietnam War, which uh, was an unpopular thing for him to be at that time because Americans just did not say anything against our troops or anything like that uh, during that time, or you could be labeled a, a communist or a bigot. But things began to change. In fact, America changed right after the Vietnam War. We, we, we changed. Things became different. We became different toward politics, and we became different toward our soldiers. For the first time, American soldiers were being sped on and talked about and, and, and uh, railed against when they came home from war, after the Vietnam War. So America changed. But also the preaching in the pulpits changed. The type of preaching that King did in that day and the type of preaching that is being done from the Ebenezer Baptist Church pulpit now by this guy, Warnock. Raphael Warnock. It's totally different. And the sad part about it is Americans, black and white, don't know the difference. I've told you before. I've told you before. I'm going to tell you again. Let me tell you this. Plain and simple, at the end of the day, whatever else I may be or whatever else I may not be, I am a called preacher of the gospel. And the one thing that Christ Americans hear me, because you're, you're based on a Judeo-Christian ethic that you should never get away from. In fact, Reagan told us that the day that America forgets that she is one nation under God, she will be a nation gone under and folks she can go away and if she goes away i said this on my georgian tour I said at every stop if america goes away she may not come back to us are you hearing me that's why this senate race is so important warnock is a wolf in sheep's clothing and Many politicians saw King as a wolf, as a sheep, uh, or in, in just the opposite, let me say. They thought that this guy who was bringing a prophetic message of America being better and that black people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, they thought that was a radical message in its day. Got him killed. <laughs> 
But what King was preaching was prophetic. If black folks had done the same thing that the Irish, the Italians, and everyone else who came before them, this is what Booker T. Washington had told uh, the black people, had told the white folks at that time, if the black man falls, let him fall. Frederick Douglass, he'll get up again, just like everybody else did. But what happened is you had people like Warnock, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, they started coming along. And saying and, you know, actually hoodwinking large companies, telling them that they had to hire people who really, truly were unqualified in many cases, not in all, because of the color of their skin, which made the black man the patsy and the mascot of big government. And they have been ever since. Why? Because it feels good. It feels good when you're not contributing, but yet you are receiving. And what happened is that the sacred cow of those who want to give big government, when you rail against that, my friends, you then become a pariah in this country. And Americans, how long are we going to stand around and be shoved around by people we elect to office. They work for us. We're still in charge of this country. But we only have a few days to remain in charge. Or you will put those who should be inmates in charge of the asylum. Are you hearing me? Hunter Biden cannot get away with what he's been doing. Plain and simple. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to talk to you about uh, justice right now. Oh, because, um, you know, you, you, hear, you hear the words so many times. Social justice. But Americans, what's happened to you is totally against the idea of any type of social justice because social justice means that all of us should be included into the judicial and the justice process right oh absolutely right it shouldn't be any different uh for the black man or the white man or the china man or uh, any man the indian man or whoever you want to do it if you want to start labeling americans justice is justice she should be blind the things that we have been trying to correct in this country is the fact that at times she was not. But what's happening is that you're allowing the pendulum to swing not to the center so that justice can be uninfluenced. You are now making the other class of people more privileged than those who you claim or who we claim or who history has even documented has sometimes been unfair to others. You, 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 can't, you can't readjust it in order to correct it in the other way. If it was wrong one way, it's wrong the other. So in order to be judged by content of character, then, my friends, you are going to have to understand that uh, the Warnocks of the world, the Al Sharptons of the world, the Hunter Bidens of the world. They are predators looking for struggling things in the water. 
I ran into a guy, I, I've told you this story before, a few um, years ago. He will actually he came up to me after I spoke at an event in Oregon. And uh, he was saying to me, he had been to Brazil, and uh, we had been to Brazil, actually. I, I didn't meet him there and know him there uh, on a missionary journey. And, um, but he heard me speak down there, and he heard me speak again in Oregon. And he came up to me after the, the show, and he says um, in, his, in his English um, Portuguese um, accent, the Portuguese, the Brazilians have beautiful accents. Um, he said to me, CL, I'm seeing something in Americans that I have not seen before. And of course, I had to ask what that was. He said it was fear. He said he'd never seen Americans so fearful. And then it dawned on me, folks, listen to me. It dawned on me that the rest of the world, even though we may not see it or view it ourselves this way, the rest of the world considers us to be fearless. But they're beginning to sense that for whatever reason, we are afraid. Let me tell you what we're afraid of. We are and we should be afraid of just how blatant the disregard for the American people and their rights are. We have been duped, hoodwinked, bamboozled, and the heavy fist of big government is waiting to smash us if we are timid and fighting back. And if there ever was a time to fight back, this is the time. This is the time to fight back. You have the Warnocks of the world, certainly in the American world. He's in the pulpit of one of the greatest orators and legendary figures in modern time Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's the same pulpit that Warnock now occupies. Message is much different. Hunter Biden uh, you, you, you can run. They tried to hide you and you know what folks it's so amazing what's going on because it's almost as though the media knew that uh, maybe Trump would go away and that now Trump has gone away. Without Trump, there is no news media circus. Joe Biden, they may not come after you, but they are going to harangue your son. And Americans, don't you give up hope yet because this ain't over. Even Dick Morris in uh, his own way, is saying that the Texas lawsuit is brilliant. This is what Morris had to say. Check it out. 
Morris says it's not checkmate, but it's check. Um, what they did was that the Constitution provides in the case of a state suing a state, you can go directly to the Supreme Court. Now, now that, that, that is brilliant. I'm going to read the rest of it for you in just a minute. And that, that's exactly accurate. The only th- way to settle a state suit against another state is for the highest court to decide it because the regional or circuit courts may not have a jurisdiction over the state of whom the suit is being filed against. And so when states of the United States are in fact in conflict, as it appears this is certainly, the case, then the Supreme Court has to be brought into it. Now, what's brilliant about it, Martin um, um, Dick Morris goes on to say, you, you don't have to pass through circuit court, as I just said, or the district court, as I just said, for the same reasons I just said. The implication is that the court, by making the, the case Texas versus Pennsylvania, it sets it up in a way that the court, the Supreme Court, has to make a ruling. And a ruling is going to have to bring in the evidence and the evidentiary uh, pieces of evidence for the suit, which does then uncover and does reveal the complaint of Donald John Trump. It is a brilliant move. Now, you're going to see just how corrupt all of this is. And Joe Biden is going to see just how expendable he is. And lo and behold, all of us may be able to see just how they are going to put Kamala Harris in the president's chair. Because, Joe, this is just going to blow up. This is, what's all over Hunter is going to get all over you, Joe. Everybody has said it, even your ex Hunter's ex-partner. He said, man, this, this just, just points directly to you, Joe. Folks, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Don't you go anywhere. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, over red state, the talk monster. Yeah, the largest talk platform in the nation. And if you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and you will see the C.L. Bryant Show on the Talk Monster billboard 24-7, seven days a week. No C.L.'s faces looking right back at you in Times Square. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Back in a minute. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. 
Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL value on this great day throughout the USA. Still the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. I am CL Bryant. Thank you so much for coming along with us. And as I was saying to you, if you're traveling through Times Square there in New York City, which I hope gets back to business uh, real soon, look up. Above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. And there you will see the Red State Talk billboard, the Talk Monster, the largest talk platform in the nation. And um, on that billboard, old CL's face pops up there along the CL Bryant show looking right back at you there in Times Square. Thank all of you for coming along with us, making the show is as popular as it has become. On the line with me now is my good friend, Rose Tennant, and uh, she has with her today uh, Ariana uh, Arena uh, Grosso, I believe that's how we pronounce it, and she's founder of Jericho March, and folks, that's something that if you're in the D.C. area, and if you have to travel there from Pennsylvania or wherever you might be coming from, it's important. This is important. Have your the time uh, so that you can be a part of this. That's going to happen in D.C. Rosen and Arena are going to tell us all about it. It's going to happen at the National Mall on December 12th. So help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Rose Tennant, how are you, friend? Hey, C.L. Always a pleasure to be on with you. And, uh, you know, I love you. And Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. We have two great events actually happening this weekend, so we're hoping that people will stay over or those who are already planning to stay over will attend, first of all, the 13th, which is Sunday. Um, you know, CL, you know how they've, they've tried to, and especially in the blue states, take away our Thanksgiving, and now they're telling us that we can congregate together as families or friends during the Christmas season, and I reject that. And we know that the left has always been trying to steal Christmas as it is, and now it's gotten even worse. So I thought that, you know, it'd be really cool if we took advantage of people already being in Washington, D.C., and have an event um, where we celebrate Christmas. And so um, we have Mike Lindell joining us on Sunday at 11 a.m. on the National Mall, and Congressman Angie, Andy Biggs and Congressman Mike Kelly and myself, Moms for America, has joined me in this quest to keep Christmas. And uh, we're so excited about this. And if anyone wants information on it, it's keepchristmas.org. So Moms for America and Rose Unplugged are presenting a Christmas celebration. And CL, you know what else we're going to be doing on Sunday? Tell us. Christmas t- tell us all about Oh, you're going to be doing Christmas carols? Bless your heart. Bless know, your right? heart, Rose Tennant. Yeah. So anyway, so we wanted to piggyback on um, an event that was happening on Saturday in Washington, D.C. And I will also be speaking at this event. And uh, it's the Jericho Walk. 
and they've joined forces. I love how we're all coming together. We have to do this. If we have differences, whatever we have, we need to put them aside and all work together. So Jericho Walk and Ali from Stop the Steel have joined forces, and they've invited me and so many others to speak on Saturday, also at 11 o'clock. She brought on Arena to talk because she is the co-founder of Jericho Walk, and I love these people, and I love what they're doing. So, um, Arena, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, Arena, welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. Thank you so much. Go ahead and talk to us about that. Thank you so much, Rose. Stay right there. Don't go away, Rose. You got it. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Arena Grosu. I'm the co-founder of the JerichoMarch.org, and I am actually the... Catholic co-founder, and the way it came about is uh, by a vision with an evangelical um, man that I didn't even know a month ago, and God brought us together, gave us the same vision, and God connected us, and we started uh, doing Jericho marches all around the capitals from November 5th. Uh, they're going to go on till December 14th, every single day at noon, so just we want people to show up and pray, but we're going to have a huge event uh, on December 12th, this Saturday, in D.C., as well as all the contested states. So that's Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona. So the contested states are going to have noon events, uh, a roar event, as well as uh, the Jericho March. In D.C., we are going to have Jericho Marches starting at, uh, I would say people should show up between 9.15, around 9.15, line up, uh, a.m., they could pick one of the locations, one of the buildings, uh, either the U.S. Capitol, Supreme Court, or the Department of Justice. Arena, and tell us be, this. Yes? Tell us this. Tell me this, because this is a very intriguing Jericho march. Now, folks, from a biblical perspective, and I want you to speak to this, Arena, both you and Rose, what walls do we need to fall down in this country? What do we need to shout at once we march around these walls? What are you wanting to tumble? We are we are wanting the walls of corruption and fraud, all the lies to crumble. We want the truth and we want justice. We are marching for election integrity, transparency, and reform. In the future, we will be doing Jericho marches for other causes. But for this one, we are marching for uh, election integrity. So we want those walls to crumble down, the walls of the corruption and fraud. And we want to know the truth. We want to know that the votes, that only legal votes will be counted. We want to know that um, what exactly happened with this election. We, we know that there are a lot of irregularities that were ignored and continue to be ignored. But we believe that God is going to move in this and through our prayers, is moved by our prayers and is going to uh, bring the truth out about what happened. And it is going to change the course of this election. Let me ask you this. This is the question that I have for both of of you. Is there a feeling, is there a mood among Americans? Can you feel it and taste it in this country that we know that we are being hoodwinked, swindled and bamboozled? Yes. Arena, talk to us about it. And then Rosa, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I went to the march on November 14th in D.C., And I estimate there were probably between 500,000 to a million people there. Um, And there were people who were joyful, prayerful, and yet very, but they had uh, righteous anger towards what was happening. And they they are seeking justice. And I think that it's it's important for us, both as um, people of faith and as patriots, to stand up for truth and to to demand truth because it's we the people who vote. And 
and the we the people was not counted in this election. And Absolutely. so I think that this there's a there's a swelling up of people and especially the people of faith praying for these walls to crumble. Rose, put, it, put, in, put in that unplugged uh, portion of yours there. <laughs> well, you know how I feel about this. The people understand that this is the last effort we have um, that we can make on behalf of the republic, a republic that was established by godly men and women, a republic that was born, interestingly enough, in the state of Pennsylvania. If you think about it, CL, this is about liberty. This is a spiritual battle. We are fighting for liberty. Liberty is a God-given right, not from man because man can take it away from us. It is a God-given right. And everything started right here in my state of Pennsylvania, and that's where it looks like it may end. We, 13 states, 13 colonies became the United States of America in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, the most radical document of all times was drafted. In Pennsylvania, battles were fought for liberty. This is about liberty, and people understand that. They are watching how big tech is censoring people. They're seeing how the media has censored people. They're seeing how the left has stolen the election, and they recognize that this is about our liberties, and this is about preserving the republic and our constitution. You know, Rose, as you point out so fittingly and uh, so eloquently in that last girl, you was right on it. You are on it. It's just fitting. It just seems like it is fitting that this battle does boil down to where our nation began from the foundations of America there in Pennsylvania, in Philly, in Philadelphia. Uh, it, it is it just does seem like God's poetic justice for our nation. And if we don't listen, folks, and this is what I say on this program, uh, if we don't listen, I believe that we must face his judgment because we are a nation that was established uh, with Judeo-Christian ethics. I don't care what anyone says. Irina, Tell us again about the event that's coming up. Tell the folks how to get in touch with you. Okay. Uh, uh, talk yes. to us about it. Awesome. So all the information is at JerichoMarch.org. We are going to have a national event in D.C. on Saturday, as well as events. If you can't make it to D.C., try to make it to one of the contested states. Uh, and, and it's also at noon. But in D.C., we're going to have... Jericho marches taking place starting at 9.30 in the morning, but everyone should be there by 9.15 and uh, around the Supreme Court, U.S. Capitol, and Department of Justice. Once we finish doing our laps around each of those praying, there's going to be um, shofars blown at the beginning and at the end. Everyone will converge, whichever building they were around, everyone will converge onto the National Mall where we're going to uh, have speakers, musicians, politicians, faith leaders from 11 a.m. till 4 p.m. on the National Mall. And it's going to be a mix of, uh, I call it a mix of between the March for Life, 4th of July, and a, a praise and worship session. It's going to be it's going to be a very powerful event, both spiritually and, uh, and temporally, I believe, but more so spiritually. I think that this is a, a, a call for an awakening, and uh, we are going to uh, bring people unified. There's going to be people of, of Jewish faith uh, represented, evangelicals, Catholics, Orthodox, Eastern Orthodox. We're going to have a beautiful co uh, combination of everyone and political leaders speaking into this. And uh, so we're just very, very excited about the program that we have lined up and everything's at JerichoMarch.org. And CL, I'll be speaking, everything you just heard me say on this radio and more, I will be saying at both um, Arena's rally on Saturday at 11, 
at the National Mall and also at my rally that I'm doing with Moms for America at 11 on Sunday morning at National Mall right around 9th Street. So you'll hear what I shared with on, uh, you on the radio today and a little more. We're really excited about this, and um, I think that uh, this is going to be very powerful and, and very important next step, I think, to freeing up this country and setting, and, and setting us back on the right path to freedom and to a republic. Be there now, folks. Be there now. I Rose, I wish I could be with you all. I can't, but I, I you know, you know I will be on I will be on my knees both physically and spiritually to be praying well, for you, you know all. What? Arena, did you mention that Mike Flynn is going to be at your event at our event? General Flynn. General Flynn will be speaking. Eric Metaxas will be emceeing the event. And we have some amazing and powerful um, speakers. We have congressmen. We have faith leaders, as I mentioned. Uh, so it's it's going to be incredible. And we ask people to register at JerichoMarch.org. And please, please, please share with everyone. And if you can, donate. Uh, the costs are high to put on this national event. And we could use the help to help pay it off. But we think that God is going to bless it in abundance and anyone who can so into this ministry, it would be very, very helpful to us. The general is a fantastic human being. It is an absolute shame what we did to a true American hero. JerichoMarch.org. JerichoMarch.org. That's right. JerichoMarch.org. Go ahead, Rose. KeepChristmas.org is enough is for Sunday if you want more information on that. Was that KeepChristmas.org? Yes. KeepChristmas.org. Keep Christmas.org, folks, go to keepchristmas.org. Rose Arena, uh, you know how much I admire American women of your caliber and your substance. I thank you so much for putting it all out there the way that you have. It is time now for men and women of courage to stand up as you are doing. And I applaud you, and America applauds you. And we shall have this victory. We can take that hill. We can do it. And uh, you got the right stuff coming coming out there to do it with you there in D.C. Folks, go there. Go there and support it. And well, financially, hey, things that get done get done with money. That's, what it, that's, that's the fact. God bless and keep you both. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye now. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryan Show. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation here throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show. Gordon Chang coming up after the top of the hour, uh, I think um, around, um, what is it, 12? No, it'll be about 124, 124. Um, no, uh, our time, yeah, it'll be 1224, 1224 when Gordon Chang comes on, I think, <laughs> I think my timing is all, I'm, I'm still on central time in my mind and I think my computer is too, but, uh, but just the same, uh, he'll be on within the next hour, the 24 minute, uh, mark of the next hour, Gordon Chang, good friend of, uh, the show's good friend of mine will be on with us to give his uh, perspective on what, uh, is meant by the Chinese having operatives in high places in America. Is this something that we had been warned about? Uh, Gordon Chang has been warning us about this for years now. Uh, he's been derided uh, for his stance and his predictions on what will happen with China. But I think at this very moment, uh, perhaps the chief uh, prognosticator and uh, forecaster of Asian affairs in the world that we're going to have on the show right 
right right in just a few minutes, in the next 30, 40 minutes, uh, will be Gordon Chang. He'll be on with me. So don't you go anywhere. I was really glad to be on with my good friend, uh, Rose Tennant. She introduced me to another friend, I guess now, Arena uh, Grosso. Grosso. Grusu is um, uh, was on with me, and uh, folks at Jericho Walk and keep uh, Christmas. Uh, it is it's something that uh, you pray that your children never go do without. You know, we, we listen. I look at my own children, and I just know that there was so much more to the essence of my America, the America that was presented to me, than I actually took advantage of. Oh, my God. If I had actually embraced the America that I was being told about, in, in a, um, a rational way. Of course, like I said, things changed after Vietnam. And, uh, you know, I, I graduated high school after Vietnam, you know, and and uh, it's been different ever since. I'm the last of that yippee, hippie, soul brother type of generation. You know, that's I'm the last of them. I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm an original. Oh, I'm an OG. I'm the last of them. And so this is the thing, folks. I'm bringing you from a perspective that uh, I'm just not telling you something that folks have told me. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I have seen with my own eyes, a touch with my own hands. Uh, Something changed here in this country. And uh, our children may never know the um, America that you and I experienced and the feeling that was there even around Thanksgiving and Christmas back in the eighties, it changed really during the eighties and, uh, it changed. And we have our children that have come to us, uh, in the eighties, they were born into that. And all, all, all the children born after that, they, they came to us, it came into this country, which uh, having not the opportunity to even have known that. Oh, we knew it from the 1800s. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. Hey, listen, folks. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh. All of us knew. When, when that song came on, there was a certain feeling that it generated. Uh, I remember this Hallmark commercial back in my day, uh, this beautiful a uh, black horse pulling this sleigh through the snow-covered forest. I'm CL. I'll be back. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth leaving. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. Now, see y'all back with you on this great day. In the USA, thank you all so much for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryan Show daily throughout the Fruited Plains, the Fruited Plains of America and the fruit. The fruit comes from your input. Uh, this is the land of the free, home of the brave, no doubt about it, given us to, to us uh, from God above, by God above to preserve, to have dominion over. And uh, also, it's a place where it doesn't matter who your mother or father was, where you came from, what flag you used to wave. But the truth of the matter is, when you get here, we all wave that one flag of the land of the free and the home of the brave. Folks, this is what I was telling the people in uh, at, in Georgia. Uh, there was once a place in the minds of a free people, a place that they could only whisper about, a place where the very precepts and principles of being able to have it, a real place, a place where you could put on the table your God-given talents for doing what you do naturally. To feed your family and to feed yourself and to make the nation a better place. There was that place that did not matter who you were, but the works that God was able to do through the strength of your hands is what made you prosperous or successful in this nation. There was never a place before like it. Not a place on earth where people didn't have to bow and bend to a king or a despot. Or some type of tyrant. This was that place. Was the birthplace of liberty and freedom. Rose Tennant talked about it. And it began in a place called Philadelphia. And friends. If this goes away. As the refugee asked uh, me as well. At one time he said. CL where do people go? Where do people go? If America goes away. This is the place, my friends, that they dreamed about. It was imperfect. Why? Because we were all human beings, and human beings sometimes misuse and mistreat other human beings, but this was still the place that has come to be what it is today. Why would we give it away? Why would we turn it back to those who really do, in fact, want to be your masters? Oh, they want to be benevolent masters. They want to give you stuff in order to keep them in their elitist status over you. They'll give you stuff. And what do you do? What The strangest thing about it is that people will actually trade their freedom for stuff. Knowing that, or perhaps even not knowing, that you can get your own stuff if you keep your freedom. That's what we forget. 
And that's what we may, maybe have forgotten in this country, Americans, is that we can get our own stuff if we keep our freedoms. But if we give the freedom away to the government, then it's government who decides what type of stuff you can have, how much of it you can have, and how long you can have it. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. Government will also determine who can have it. That's what they're doing. You can't have the president you voted for. No, you can't. They're telling you that you can't have the president you voted for. And what are you doing about it? What are you prepared to do about it? They're telling you that you can't even war. You listen, because of this pandemic, they're telling you that you don't have sense enough to do what you've always done. Stay away from grandma when you have the flu. We've always done that. I mean, that, that's nothing That's nothing novel that's come along to stay away from grandma when you have the flu. Uh, every kid uh, over uh, my age, is my age or older or younger, over any kid over 35 was taught that. I don't know if the kid's below that. I don't know. I have grandchildren that age, you know, and below that, and certainly I do, but I don't know what. I, who knows? The world has changed, but all of us were, were had enough common sense from time in memoriam to, to understand that if you got a bad cold, don't go around grandma. It's always been that way. And, 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 and it's as though now these medical, so-called medical professionals are giving us some holy grail enlightenment of what's going on here. No, they're not. But they're making you believe they are. How gullible have we become? What happened to us? Where did we go, America? It reminds me so much of that passage of scripture that many times baffles a lot of people. God comes to the garden where he had given Adam to take care of and maintain where he had named the animals and all this type of thing. But one day, Adam um, was different. He had done something that perhaps he, well, that we know that he shouldn't have done because God told him not to. Directly told him not to. So when God comes to, you know, have relationship, you know, with him as they have this beautiful, beautiful spiritual relationship, God with man, God in man, in front of him, behind him, around him and within him. He had that relationship with him. But one day it wasn't there. Something had happened. Something changed. And this was the question that we, we, we first hear from God to man. Adam, where are you? Oh, of course, he knew that the physical being that he had made was right there. But the man that he had made, the person that he had created, he was gone. Adam, where are you? America, America, the people that we had been and the people we were created to be, 
that question has to come to our mind right now. America, where are you? Adam, where are you? And, and friends, you can believe this or not, but we are lost as a nation. We are surely and truly at a moment in American history where we are coming in contact, the crossroads of faith, freedom, and God's words. You can have faith in a lot of things. You can have freedom to do a lot of things. But the word of God abides forever. There will come a time, and you will see it, where men will call good evil and evil good. You see it so plainly. If you if you have, I know a lot of us are, you know what? It'd be very easy in today's world not to watch the news at all. There's so many, many other interesting things on other than the hoopla, what's going on. And so uh, finally you get this news flash coming from the left saying uh, that, uh, hey, Donald Trump is an evil horn bearing individual. But you, you don't listen to any other news other than what comes across. And when you flip on the news, it's from some liberal news agency. And all they are telling you that, hey, the apocalypse is happening and Donald Trump is the reason for it uh, because that's all you hear and that's what you trust. It's easy to indoctrinate you to believe that good is evil and evil is good because that's all you hear. Even in the programs that you're watching, other than that news blurb that you get, they're programming you too. I've told you many times uh, that the programming of this racist, uh, this racism that's going on in this country, all of that is in your television. Go to your Walmart, go to your Publix, go, go to wherever, your restaurants uh, in, 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 in your city. Go there now. Go to your car dealerships. Go to your bank. Go wherever you want to go in this country. Walk down your streets. You won't uh, encounter racism. No. No, it, it's not there. It's just not there. Tell you where you're going to find it, though. Go home and turn on your television. Son of a gun. Racism is on my TV. That's where it is. You're being programmed to believe that your neighbor, who be who might be of a different stripe than you are, just for the sake of conversation, he doesn't like you. If you, if you believe the narrative that they're giving you all over the country right now, all over the, te- the television media right now, we hate each other. Americans are at each other's throat and you are being the fed the lie that the racial divide in this country is as wide as it has ever been. No, it is not. It's not. Except on TV. Except in the design that the programmers have for our society. You are being socially engineered in this country right now. And if there's one message that should be coming from the pulpits, if there's one message to be coming from the boardrooms, is the one that Jesus gave his disciples in Matthew 24. He said, take heed that no man deceives you. 
the election fraud that's going on, the Russian fraud that was circulated around the president of the United States, the only legitimate president of the United States, Donald John Trump, the impeachment fraud that went on trying to drive him from office. And then you have something that is real that happens with Hunter Biden. Something that is actually nefarious that goes on with Hunter Biden, keeping in mind that the things that they accused Trump of were all smoke and mirrors. They were, there was nothing there. And they spent billions of your money proving that there was nothing there. But then something real happens with Hunter Biden and the Chinese and the Russians. And that good is, that evil is not, not evil, it's good. But uh, Donald Trump was evil because there was an imaginary collusion with Russians. There's imaginary uh, threat against uh, a Ukrainian president. Which brought about an imaginary impeachment proceeding. And for some reason, America thought that was good. Take heed that no man deceives you. Why is it (laughs) when a black conservative like myself or Dr. Thomas Sowell, whose shoulders I stand on, one of my mentors, you know, Dr. Alan Keyes, another mentor of mine, Herman Cain, a mentor of mine, why is it that it's okay to attack and vilify them? who are trying to simply liberate your minds to do better. But you let an Al Sharpton have free reign. You're deceived. I'll be back. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains, uh, C.L. Bryant Show. Second hour. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device, um, whatever that may be, iPhone, iPad, I, whatever it is. Just say I and download <laughs> the C.L. Bryant 
show, listen to us wherever you go. And thank you so much for coming on with us daily, coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. I am coming to you live today from beautiful Port St. Lucie, Florida. Well, folks, looks like I'm going to make a relocation. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm going to fight the fight from somewhere that, uh, you know, you have a fighting chance. That was either Texas, North Carolina, or Florida. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, Ron DeSantis, governor down here. I can dig that. I can stay with that. I don't know what kind of battle they're going to fight there in Texas. If Abbott's going to run again, I don't know. Uh, My good buddy, uh, Alan West, is um, now the head of the GOP there. And that'd be a good place for me to like, you know, no doubt about it. But I I think I think I'm. I'm not going to make my final stand there. Well, this may not be my final stand here in Florida. I may have to visit a couple of places other than um, there. But um, I certainly hope that you all will, in fact, understand that this is where we must fight this fight. And um, I want you to get this and get it right. Understand that we are indeed wanting to hear the right voices on this. Now, someone who has just won um, her new Louisiana GOP seat. Uh, friend, longtime friend, uh, Loreen Spratt there in Shreveport, Louisiana. Michelle got her on for us here uh, for a few minutes to talk about what that is to win office, perhaps for the first time, and wants to tell you all about it. Loreen, welcome back. C.L. Bryan Show, how are you? I'm great, sir. How are you? I'm doing fantastically well, and I want to hear, and first of all, congratulations on your win, public office. Lorene, is that the first time? Well, actually, the, this is the second time. The first time I was unopposed, so this is the second time. Well, I know that you will do well at whatever it is that you are wanting to do, but we do want the audience to know about this run and tell us where the Lord has allowed you to ascend to politically. Uh, This was a seat on the Republican State Central Committee. A lot of people don't know a lot about this committee, um, but it is uh, getting revved back up again with people who are fired up about the Republican Party and reviving, if I could use that word, uh, the Republican Party. So that's what this uh, election was about. Lorene, I was talking to um, Rose Tennant and uh, uh, Arena Grosu uh, just a little bit ago. And let me ask you this. I know that you keep a, pl- a close watch on the political landscape here in this nation. And let me ask you, is there a mood, a feeling among Americans from your perspective that we have been swindled, hoodwinked, we're being bamboozled? Is that what's going on in the American mind? And is there a reckoning that Americans are beginning to demand uh, from uh, our elected, the people who work for us? Talk to us. Absolutely. There is, I can see, I, I think I would call it like a resurrection 
I mean, people are beginning to say what they feel. They are not allowing the cancel culture to take over and shut them down. We are speaking up and we are speaking out and we won't be shut up. We are seeing um, all sorts of um, derisions in our country, all sorts of um, just crazy things going on in our country. And people are, are speaking up about it like never before. And I am proud, very proud, to be one of those voices to speak up and say, no, this is not the way it's going to go. This is how it's going to go. You know what, and uh, folks, the attitude that you are hearing from this American, this American woman, and uh, you know on this show, you're going to hear from quintessential American women, women who are strong-willed, women who are strong, period. And that's what built this country. That is the type of woman, men who built this country, women, men who were strong-willed. What's happened to us, Lorene? What has happened? Talk to us. Well, I pray that Jesus Christ has happened to us. I pray that that much. But I also believe that because of all the um, the disruption, because of all the lies and the, and the deception that has been going on, uh, Christians, for one, they began to vocalize what they feel, uh, even if they use social media for it. That has been like a stepping stone for people to just kind of say exactly what they're kind of thinking. But I think it's people like you, uh, people like Dr. Ben Carson, that you've just given us a voice, and we found our voice. And we're, we're not going to let go of our voice. We this found our voice. This is what we're going to do now. You're going to be hearing from us a lot. Oh, I like that message. Uh, you're going to be hearing. Listen. You're going to be hearing from us a lot. If I, and that's not a threat. That is a promise. Nope. That's <laughs> that, a promise. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a promise. Lorraine, always great to have you on. Uh, coming up uh, after you, the kind of company that you are in, uh, you are going to be coming on. You're right in front of one of the most renowned Asian uh, uh prognosticators in the country if not the world gordon chang he's coming on right behind you but always always a pleasure to have you on god bless you god keep you i don't have to tell you to fight the good fight because you are fighting good fight but keep on doing it and uh we'll be praying for you and thank you so much for coming on with us again here lorene spratt congratulations thank you you. bye-bye I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And um, hey, folks, you're going to be hearing from us, huh? We're not going anywhere. Not, no threat. That's not a threat. That's not a threat. That is a promise. Yeah, no threat. We have our eye on you. We're going to be watching you. Not a threat. That's not a threat. That's not a threat. That is a promise. And there are people who are getting in office. Michelle brought um, a new, a newly elected official onto the, the show. She brought people who will be in office onto the show. People who are serious, who are gathering. Uh, there's going to be a massive march in Washington. You talk to the organizers uh, here on the show uh, you here for that uh, national mall march the jericho march 
you're not familiar with scripture, uh, hey, march around those walls there. The old song Joshua, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho. Yeah, and the walls came tumbling down, which means that there must be some walls that need to tumble in the minds, in the hearts of Americans. And uh, it is important, Americans, that you take heed, you pay attention to what's going on around you. You do know when those walls fell, it took out some people who were perhaps be uh, had those walls trying to reinforce those walls. You do understand that, don't you? Oh, oh that, there, there's about to be upheaval here. We're t- Americans, listen, I know that you've heard me say this before. You're going to hear me say this again. Yeah, all, all of you, all the, the many, 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 of, many of you across fluid planes, wherever you are, even our boys and girls at uh, ships, at ships, at ships at sea, uh, hear me. If we, um, if we don't um, have civil war in this country, it that will be the miracle. Are you hearing me? That's exactly the mood we are in on both sides. No, no, it's just, it's, you see, and this is, the, this is the sad part about it now. And this is the most uh, paradoxical, seeming as though it is but isn't type of thing about this whole deal. Hear me. The thing about this, the left think that they know how to rebel. No, they know how to make noise. Huh? They know how to make noise. But they're not they're they're not big on 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 really knowing how to rebel. They know how to tear and break stuff up. No, 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 no. That that that's 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 rioting. The, the 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 rebellion that brought about this country and that secured this country was not a riot. And see, our Democrat friends and and and, and they they uh, well, I have Democrat friends, but the ones that I'm talking about are not friends of mine, not the rioters, not the looters. No, no, no. The country was not brought about like that. Actually, we were being rioted. We were being looted by the British. Oh, they had pretty much carte blanche to do anything they wanted to you. And uh, a, a, a patriot who was speaking against the crown, no, you'd be hang, hang him from a tree. That's why Franklin coined the phrase, brothers, we're going to hang to get friends. We're going to hang together. Oh, we will surely hang separate, separately. Patriots, do you know that, that basically where we are now, we have to watch each other's back. We either are going to hang together, Americans, or there are people out there who want to change this nation in such a way. They're willing to hang you separately. When you have an p- attack on police officers, everybody knows I'm a supportive of men in blue, men and women in blue around the country. Men and women in blue, I'll have friends and around the country, men and women cops around the country uh, who I've known and, and I trust and I know they're good folks. I know they are. 
when when people attack authority that you have allowed to be in place i mean you see a cop is not a cop just because he he decides to put on a gun and go out there no he's easily overcome okay no his authority comes when he steps out of a car in, in the middle of an intersection and he raises his hand and you stop because the police officer is there you're not stopping because of him no, you're stopping because you and me, we have given him the authority to stop you. And so when people attack him, they're not attacking him. They're attacking you. You understand that? You put the badge on him, and you should never let him forget that either. You put the badge on him. You pay his salary. And I think they understand it now. You know why? Because you are trying. There are people trying to defund his job altogether. I think he's finding out how expendable he could be, but he's finding out the wrong way. We don't want them to go away. I was talking to my cousin the other day who's been a cop for over 30. I couldn't realize, man, it's been over 35 years. That boy's been a cop. Uh, he's right, well, he went started as a cop. And I think he started as a jailer, actually. And um, went to being a detective and uh, finishing up with Homeland Security. He's done a jaunt through the FBI. And I was speaking to him yesterday. And um, I'm just so grateful to God. And I told, I told him, of course, he's not, he's not, he's doing paperwork, racking up paperwork these next um, couple of weeks. I told him, and, and, and this is what struck me, even realizing that he's not uniformed or anything like that. Nobody could I really identify him as um, uh, a police officer. I said, don't do anything crazy these last few um, weeks on days or weeks on the job, you know, before you retire. I've seen that happen. I used to ride deep nights uh, as a police, you know chaplain or you know and so forth and some of the roughest parts of los angeles and dallas county and friends and when it was real bad you know they wouldn't of course wouldn't let me get out of the car ever you know anything situation or anything but of course i was I, sometimes i'd be in the car and sometimes they'd take me to a laundromat or somewhere drop me off and go back to the scene because i wasn't supposed to be there i gotta tell you something folks while we sleep peacefully in our beds at night there are people who we have placed badges on their chest and guns on their side who see the underbelly of society for us while we sleep peacefully in our beds at night. They're the guardians, the um, men and women in blue. They see things that I'm telling you, you don't want to see. And a lot of times, um, they don't either, but they see it. I think that's calling. I think it's calling. One, I really wish I had pursued myself. I had several people wanting me to be a police officer. I probably could have been a, an agent, an FBI agent or something of that nature. But you know, this wasn't in the cars for me. This was, this was in the cars for me. Okay, this is what I do. This is what I do. Okay, preaching and talking. You know, that's what I do. Okay. I think that was speaking to another side of CL at that point in time. CL had wanted to wear a gun and <laughs> a badge. But anyway, you, you get where I'm coming from. There's an attack on America now. And it's starting with the crumbling down of authority. The humbling down of authority. The defunding 
of authority that you have given. Are you hearing me? You have given, which is an attack against you. What are you going to do about it? Chinese are behind it. Yeah, they are. Oh, I know that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't really want to talk about it you know, sometimes. And um, I know that um, you think that many times we're running around with our heads on fire, waving our hands around the air, uh, screaming bloody murder when maybe it can't be that bad. You're saying the Chinese aren't really that awful. They have the government. I'm not talking. And I want to make this very clear. Gordon Chang's a friend of mine. I am not talking about Chinese people. I'm talking about their government's intent on the world. When I talk about the Chinese uh, doing what they do or whatever it is, um, I am not talking about the Chinese people. I'm talking about the Chinese government. So don't get that twisted, all right? I am have nothing, and I don't want anyone, nobody, to take any type of attitude. Uh, because we're talking ethnicities and that type. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. That's not where I'm going with this. You got it? And so um, Gordon Chang will be on after the break. So you stay tuned. He's going to tell it from his perspective in the way that only he can tell it. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. You don't get both hours of the show. Download free the CL Bryant show app. It is powered by Mercer Tech. That's a company owned by my good buddy, Mario Chavez. You go to Mercer Tech if you need any uh, deals like I have with a website or an app. I'll be back. Gordon Chang. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Loaded. You are locked and loaded for the journey ahead. We are on live 
here today. I've been on tour up in Georgia with Andy Biggs and others. Uh, Mike Lee and I are going to team up in Georgia before this January 5th election. And folks, as I was saying to you, there's so many things that are being um, influenced in this country by outside forces. And um, one of the governmental forces outside of the United States is that of the Chinese government, believe it or not. We're not just running around with our hands waving in the air and our hair on fire. It's true. One of the premier voices uh, of Asian affairs, Chinese affairs, is a friend of the show, friend of mine, Gordon Chang is on with me. Gordon G at Gordon G Chang is where you can go. And, of course, follow him on Twitter. Love this man's mind, and I love his perspective. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Gordon Chang, thank you for being there. How are you, friend? I'm fine, and thank you so much. Thank you for being on with us. Gordon, I would just let you have your way in telling our audience, the many, many, many people across the Fruited Plains who listen to this show on a daily basis, what do we have to fear from China, and what have we not been told about how aggressive they can be? Talk to us. Yeah. First of all, China is penetrating all levels of the American government. You know, this is not just the White House, not just the Senate and House, but down to um, municipalities. This story about the Ministry of State Security agent, Fong Fong, um, Christine Fong, you know, is striking because she first contacted Eric Swalwell, who is now on the House Intelligence Committee, not when he was in the House, not when he was on the Intel Committee, but when he was a council member in Dublin City, California. So China has been trying to identify rising stars in the political system, get close to them, learn stuff from them, influence them, and hope that they rise up in the system. And that's exactly what happened in Swalwell's case. Now, I'm not saying that, um, you know, he's alone in being targeted by China because they target so many people. Um, and the issue in the Swalwell case is that uh, even after the FBI told him privately that uh, Christine Fong worked for the Chinese government, he didn't talk about China's penetration of the American political system. All he was talking about was Russia, Russia, Russia and Trump. Well, what he should have been saying was China, 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 because on the Intel Committee, he was getting information telling him that China by far was the, the most grave national security threat to the United States of America. Is there a truth in the statement we have, or at least it, it is appearing that there has been elected a compromised presidential candidate like joe biden is joe biden in your from your perspective compromised by the chinese um we've got to be extremely concerned that he is because we've learned for instance that hunter biden received you know his company uh received uh 1.5 billion dollars of chinese money to invest now i know people who have gotten much more from china to invest but they're in the fund management business. Uh, Hunter Biden wasn't. He was the son of the, the then-sitting vice president. And by the way, the money that was channeled to the Biden family came from the part of the Communist Party that is uh, tries to influence foreigners, the United Front Work Department. 
So um, there's a lot there to be concerned. Also, you know, Hunter Biden, troubled individual. He's been to China. Uh, every foreigner, Hunter Biden or not, um, is going to be photographed in hotel rooms, going to be videotaped, all the rest of it. And so we've got to be concerned that China has information that it will try to leverage uh, on a President Biden. Because, of course, every parent tries to protect uh, his or her uh, children. And that's the real issue for me going forward. There's a lot that we do not know. Is there a revealing of also the Chinese influence, Gordon, on the American media? Speak to us a little bit about that. Yeah, China has tried to penetrate all institutions of American society. So it is not just the government. It's also the media, it's educational institutions, it's foundations, NGOs, all the rest of it. With the media specifically, these big media companies, they know that at some point they'll be able to get into China. And they don't want to really um, anger um, the Chinese. So many of these big companies will pull their punches when it comes to the gravest threat to the United States. So, um, you know, fortunately, there are some that will talk candidly about China. But we've got to have the whole American public behind this effort because China is attacking all of us, not just part of the American society. Give us insight into President Xi as to his motives and his design. Is he as devious and as aggressive as we are beginning to believe he can be. Talk to us. Yeah, he's more aggressive than most Americans think. You know, we think about, oh, a military confrontation with China. Well, China under Xi Jinping, president of the state, general secretary of the Communist Party, has already been authorizing military incursions. So, for instance, first week of May, Chinese troops were engaged in incursions in three parts of Ladakh, which is high in the Himalayas, Indian-controlled territory. Since then, uh, China has encroached on Nepal. It's encroached on Bhutan. Um, It has been threatening Taiwan with very aggressive military maneuvers close to Taiwanese soil. So this is a current threat. And the thing that's a concern to me is that the Chinese elite right now is extremely arrogant. We heard that from those comments from Professor Di Dongsheng of uh, Renmin University that openly talked about buying the American political system, openly talked about how China owned us until President Trump, openly talked about how they were looking forward to the return of the uh, Wall Street elites in a Biden administration. So it's very hard to deter um, a political system like that, that thinks that they can do whatever they want. And this is dangerous because they're going to push us too far. Gordon Chang is my special guest, having for just a couple of more minutes. So, Gordon, the final question that I have for you here today, then surmising on putting together everything that you have uh, said, is America less safe if, in fact, we lose uh, the administration of Trump? I think so. And the reason is... um, I think the Chinese believe that they can push Biden around, which means they'll try to push Biden around, which means that there will be a confrontation. You know, we have seen um, China test um, American presidents as soon as they got into the office. They did that to George W. Bush. They did that to President Obama. They didn't do it to Trump. And I think the reason is because they are afraid of him. Now, I know they're not afraid of Biden. So 
there is going to be a confrontation in all probability. God hopes there won't be. But um, the way the Chinese are acting, if they stick to the pattern, they will do something extremely dangerous and provocative in the early months of a Biden administration. And I just hope that they've been warned off. But uh, God knows, and, and God only can tell us what will happen. But I'm very, very concerned. God bless and keep you, uh, Gordon Chang. Uh, thank you so much for your friendship, and thank you for coming on the show with us. Looking forward to talking to you again real soon, Gordon. I please uh, hope to stand by for us because uh, we're going to be calling on you here in the future. Your uh, input is important. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you if, in fact, they would like to bring you to a city near them. Uh, two ways, uh, gordonchang.com, G-O-R-D-O-N-C-H-A-N-G.com, and at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter and Parler. And thank you so much. God bless and keep you. Fight the good fight, Gordon Chang. I know that you will because you are. Thank you again for being on with us. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was Gordon G. Chang at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter, Gordon G. Chang on Twitter, and uh, of course, Gordon Chang, Gordon G. Chang dot com. Go there and find him. I'm telling you, you bring him out. He's riveting. He's riveting. Uh, and he's enlightening in every sense of the word. You heard what he said. You heard him tell you. And it's very important that you understand this. The Chinese are not afraid. They weren't afraid of, of Clinton. They weren't afraid of Obama. They are afraid of Trump. They've said so now that he's going to, hey, we can move now because we own Joe Biden. You know how we own Joe Biden? We own Joe Biden because we probably have some compromising things on his son. And we know how a man loves his son. Joe loves his boys. There's no question about that. He loved Hunter. He, he loved Bo. Of course, a man loves his boys, loves his children. Of course, he does. Uh, Chinese have one of Joe's boys on a leash. And the only way that he was going to get away with it is if DJT, the boss, the only legitimate president of the United States, Donald John Trump, had went away without a fight. Huh? That's what happened. The president put up a fight. And the news media now, knowing and seeing, actually might be reading the writing on the wall, the handwriting on the wall. Maybe I'll be seeing the handwriting on the wall. Their reign over the American political process could be coming to an end. Why? Because you're waking up. And the thing that you have in your hand, uh, the thing that you have in your hand, uh, for the first time in American history, for the first time in world history, all of us... Uh, can have a supercomputer in your hand that takes pictures, it does videos, it does all types of things, and it gives you information in a flash. We're so wise, but yet we're so vulnerable to deception. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that strange? Isn't that a paradox? We're so wise. We have so much wisdom in the palm of our hands. But... 
And, and, and could that be the mark, truly, that uh, it may not be a physical thing like this? You're addicted to that thing in your hand. It communicates. It uh, is directly connected with your mind. Your, your mind says it wants to see it. And you hold it in your hand. This is a chip in your hand. You do understand that, don't you? No, there's, there's little chips in your hand. You hold it in your hand every day. Every time you communicate on it, it's a chip in your hand. It's not like it's not it's not like it can track you wherever you go. In fact, it's boiling down to a point where you won't be able to buy or sell without this. You see how subtle the enemy is? And see, we, we, we think about he makes you think about these literal things, somebody injecting you with this or injecting you with that. No, 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 no. It's already in your hand. You want the knowledge. That's what we were deceived with from the very beginning. You won't surely die. You won't surely die. God doesn't want you to eat of that because he knows that you'll have knowledge. What have we done? We've bought into the one thing that gives you all the knowledge you want anytime you want it. Google, some kids believe, has to be God. Because that's all you have to do is ask Siri. Ask Siri. Siri may be God for some kids. Just ask Siri what you want, where to go. The chip is in your hand already. I talk about that around the country sometimes. You can bring me in. Uh, just go to clbryantshow.com. Go to clbryantshow.com. And um, you can, Michelle, uh, hook us up. I have a feeling that this next year is going to be one that um, I'm going to be on the road um, frequently. Because you're looking for them to fool you into coming into the office or into the doctor's office too, so they can insert a chip into your body. You know, the chip's already in your body. It's attached to your hand. If you leave it behind, you'll turn around and go and get it. Are you hearing me? Wake up. I've been telling you this for years. No, it will never be. You know, the average human being would never stand still for anything like that knowingly. But this, they gave it to you the same way Satan gave the fall or created the fall of man. They gave it to you by making you want knowledge. And our kids are so absorbed with this, they don't have to, they don't listen to you. They have fallen. Sometimes I look at it in my own grandchildren. I look at it in my own kids. Uh, they don't have to listen to you. They are actually persuaded by people they will never know. Maybe some players across the world. It's the knowledge. That is always, it's the hunger for something maybe I didn't know. Something I may have missed. That is so, it's that curiosity that kills the cat. I told you a story about uh, a hole in a fence. Um, people had walked by it for years, walked past it or by years, walked past it by years. The knot had fallen out of a uh, piece of wood in the hole in the fence. It had been gone for years. Nobody paid any attention until one day somebody put a sign up over that hole that said, 
don't look in this hole. And then a hole that people had been passing by for years became an attraction. Why? Because there has to be something over there that they don't want me to see. God knows that if you eat of this fruit, if you eat of that tree, if you look in that hole, you'll know what he knows. Oh my God, you mean I'll, I'll have the knowledge of God's? Yeah. That's what you're holding in your hand. You're holding knowledge in your hand. That's what we've always craved. More knowledge of how to feel better, how to do better, jump higher, run faster. Huh? Huh? Relate better? Love better? Sing better? Whatever. We've always wanted the knowledge of how. Of how to do it. And sometimes the right ways have been offered, and I think that's the path uh, which is narrow. It's, it's Christ. My discipline is Christianity. I think uh, that type of knowledge, understanding it, and letting being taught by the creator of it is the most important thing. But what open, what is open to us now, especially this thing being held in our hands, and this is why the Chinese are able to take advantage of a Hunter Biden which will manipulate the actions of a Joe Biden is because they have knowledge of him. And that knowledge is a leash with a choke chain collar on it. You need to pay attention because the leverage that the Chinese has on this so-called president-elect. And I pray God God, uh, he is never president of the United States. I mean, it is the worst nightmare, friends. You pray God that this man is never president of the United States. President's still in the fight. We're going to talk a little bit about that. When I return, home stretch, see O'Brien show. Back in a minute. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you. Home stretch of the CL Bryant Show today. Coast to coast, border to border. I'm coming from beautiful Port St. Lucie. 
uh, Florida, and I want to talk to my friend. I want to talk to my good friend now, um, Mike Woods. Mike Woods, bring him, bring him in, Michelle. Bring Mike, bring Mike in, and um, I want to uh, speak with him. And um, oh, I already got him. I already got him, Michelle. Is that is that it? Okay, let's get Mike Woods up here. And um, what happened to you? Thought you were there. And so, um, Michelle, we're gonna we're gonna work that out here in just a second. I think uh, Michelle has Mike Woods on for me. But Mike Woods is a businessman extraordinaire, a friend of mine, um, oil and gas mogul. Uh, he is, and uh, he has some uh, advice that he wants to leave with us. And if I can get Mike on, that'd be great. Michelle, call me back. Um, call, have him call back in. Here he comes uh, right now. And so um, we want to speak with him. Mike was longtime friend, my homeboy, and all of that type thing. He, Like I told you, he's an oil and gas mogul. And uh, I want to get his take on uh, um, what is going on uh, in his mind with um, these fraudulent activities that may have happened. Is it too little, too late? Uh, uh, I want to understand that. I want uh, you all to hear from just one, not just one-sided perspective, because I know that all of you out there, all of you out there have various opinions about what's happening and what type of predicament we're in. I want to hear from someone like Mike who is looking at it from a businessman standpoint. And I know certainly from a conservative standpoint and, uh, of course, an American standpoint. Mike Woods, welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, friend? Um, thank you. I'm doing great, CL. Always good to hear your voice. You too, my brother. Uh, let me ask you this. Brother from another mother, we are uh, friends. And um, let me ask you this. Um, Mike, from a businessman's perspective, how bad have we messed this thing up? Or have we messed it up? Can we retrieve it? Just give us your take. Well, it, it's going to be interesting, CL. Uh, you know, every time we go through one of these election years, and, and I've said in the past that uh, in my business, oil and gas, uh, we really probably do better uh, price-wise when the Democrats are in charge because they so screw up the free market uh, that prices go up. Of course, they, they over-regulate us to death. And so uh, that's why, like you, I've been a lifelong Republican and, and uh, continue to support uh, Republican causes. But uh, it's interesting what's happening in the crude market right now. Uh, and there's, I was explaining to Michelle earlier today that there's really no rhyme or reason for it. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, we get uh, storage uh, output here in the, in the U.S. And this Wednesday, we had we had... 11.8 million barrels added uh, to U.S. storage. So historically, that means crude prices are going to drop. Well, I get up this morning and crude prices are up $2. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and, and, and doing my research for the show today, uh, basically what is happening, the same thing is happening in the market. I mean, you know, we had higher unemployment come out again today, and yet the, the market has has rallied since uh, since March. Uh, crude prices are rallying, and, and a lot of it is just strictly optimism over the, the, uh, the COVID vaccine. Uh, they think that we're all going back to work. But worldwide consumption, you know, prior to COVID, we were consuming about 100 million barrels a day. 
uh, in March when COVID hit, that dropped over 9 million barrels a day. And, and of course, prices tanked. We, uh, we had negative oil prices there for a while back in, in March and April. Uh, and, and we've been all over the, all over the map this year. Um, uh, you know, today, right now, when I looked this morning, crude oil was 47.56. It's dropped a little before, below 47 right now. But Brent crude has gone over fifty dollars for the first time in, in nine months. So uh, there's some there's some optimism. Uh, natural gas had been over three dollars uh, earlier this year, uh, and then it's dropped down to two fifty. I just looked at this trip a while ago, and, and it was up to two fifty nine. So it, it's prices are just bouncing all around everywhere. But the, the trend for crude oil uh, is looking good. I mean, I'm, I'm reading some things now that's saying we're, we're going to have at least $50 crude oil next year, possibly higher. Uh, and, of course, that um, that's great for domestic production. You know, yes, a lot of people sir. don't realize back in, uh, in 2005, the United States was only producing 5.1 million barrels a day. Uh, in 2019, we got up to over 14 million barrels a day. Now, that number has, has dropped back to 10.7 million today because of, of lower prices. Uh, but America has the ability, uh, when called upon, to to deliver crude oil. But we need prices to, to make it economic, and that's what we're struggling with right now. Let me ask you this. Uh, Mike Woods is my special guest, businessman extraordinaire, mogul. I have some oil and gas interests as well. And uh, Michelle, uh, I was telling Michelle and I, uh, some friends that uh, I just didn't know what was going to happen if Joe Biden became president of the United States, knowing he's an enemy of natural gas, or at least Kamala Harris, uh, who probably will be president of the United States, is. Uh, let me ask you about the, the the bouncing around of those prices, Mike. Is there any indication that there is a way to manipulate that? Is there a way to manipulate those prices? And uh, uh, is there an indication that they might could be manipulated? They, they could be manipulated. Talk to us. Oh, I don't think there's any question that they can be manipulated, CL. You know, it always, I, I watch, I get up early every morning and before I walk and, and uh, I watch uh, all the talking heads, and it always aggravates me, these folks that are saying, oh, crude oil's going up or crude oil's going down. They never disclose where they are in the market. And, and I, I think that, that if you, you go on a national TV show and, and talk about your prediction, I mean, you know, whenever Kramer talks at night, he always says whether or not he owns the stock. Well, I think you should you should tell whether or not you're long or short in, in the business. But uh, because prices are, are all over the map right now. Uh, I mean, as I said, natural gas was over $3 a couple of months ago. It dropped to two and a quarter earlier, and, and now it's, it's moved up about uh, 14 cents today. So, I mean, that things can't change that quickly unless people are trading large positions and, and, and having influence on, on price of crude and, well, gold, anything, any commodity. Mike, um, you know, we have uh, the president uh, doing battle in Texas, of course. I think I, I actually agree with Dick Morris on this. I thought it was a brilliant move to uh, have one state, the state you, you uh, have residency in as well as our great state of Louisiana, um, sue another state so that the feds would have to look at it. But is that move uh, something that may be coming as the window is closing? Mike, talk to us about it. Well, you know, my thought process on that CL is, is what have we got to lose? I mean, right now, uh, Biden's the, the presumptive uh, presidential, uh, uh, I mean, elected president. Um, why not try and see? I mean, I, I don't think there's any question in what all I've seen that, that there were there were 
ballot stuffing in Pennsylvania, irregularities in, in Michigan. And, and uh, I mean, I went to bed. I normally, on the presidential election night, I stay up all night long. And I went to sleep at about 1 o'clock saying, we got it. I mean, we were up 700000 in Pennsylvania. We, we were winning in Michigan. We were winning in Wisconsin. I thought, this slammed up. We won again. And even the next day when I got up, we were still winning. Uh, and it wasn't until three or four days later when all of a sudden all these extra ballots came in. And, and uh, I, so, I, again, what have you got to lose to challenge? Yeah. What have you got to lose, America? Sounds like I've heard that somewhere, Mike, when Mike, when uh, the president was speaking uh, to a group of African-American and black uh, people when they asked him to vote for him. And Mike, you know, eight percent more actually voted for him this time around than the last time around. Uh, the, you, you know about percentages. You and I deal with numbers all the time. Percentages, percentages. You had percentages of Latinos. You had percentages of black people moving from column A to column B. When percentages move, Mike, you and I know that simply makes a, a plus on one side and a deficit on another. But in this crazy world where the percentages came from actually created an increase, not a deficit. It just doesn't make mathematical sense what happened in this no, it election. Doesn't. It, it doesn't, see, Alan. And, you know, it doesn't make mathematical sense that you had a, a voter registration of X and 104, 105% of X voted. I mean, where? how does that happen? And, and when you look at the statistical anomalies that happened, and I've seen two or three different uh, writers say there's no way that Trump lost the election. So, I mean, again, what have we got to lose by challenging it? Uh, go in there and, and stir the pot and, and see what happens. Mike Woods, God bless you. God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight and speak out, man. Thank you so much. All Americans must be ready now. And I thank you for coming on with me here today. I'll talk to you real soon, friend, off air. Take care. You too. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was my good buddy, uh, Mike Woods, who was on there uh, with me. And um, he, of course, uh, is businessman extraordinaire uh, and, of course, um, oil and gas mogul in the uh, great state of Louisiana and out there in West Texas, um, where he is. Um, mathematical sense doesn't make it. You all, you've all heard the old adage. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. But there is a big lie going on when you start considering that they want listen to what they want you to believe <laughs> they want you to believe that joe biden who has never gotten more than 1% of his party's confidence when he ran for president two times before they want you to believe that kamala harris who is absolutely despised among so many people in California, her home state. Well, I don't think that's her home state. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Who did not make the primaries. Who did not go as far as Joe Biden went. They want you to believe that that ticket got more than 15 got got over 15 million more votes than the first black president of the United States Barack Obama that's what they want you to believe that would have to mean that 30 million maybe more Americans turned out to vote 
that are unaccounted for. Now, if you go along with that without challenging it, nothing, no, you know, nobody challenges it. Well, you might just think no harm, no foul. Joe Biden actually pulled that off. But wait a minute. That doesn't make mathematical sense because you had black people changing horses, Latinos changing horses. The percentages were very significant. When you talk about eight more percent and 15 more percent of black and Latinos votes coming from column A to column B, then column B where they move to can't, can't, can't finish with a deficit. It has to finish with a plus. And it did. And that's what the beef is about. The beef is about mathematics. Numbers don't lie. People do. And Americans, all we're saying to you, let's take a close look at this. Because you're being lied to. You're being hoodwinked, swindled, and bamboozled. You weren't created for that. Where are you? Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to speak with you again, I'm CL and my heartfelt desires that God would bless and keep you all. <laughs>